Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Hey, T. Hey, Lisa, girl, how you doing? It seems like it's been a minute since we've been on, so it's exciting to be back in the chat room tonight, girl. What's going on? Yes, yes, yes. I think when it gets closer to the end of the year, it's always a little show get a little choppy people take breaks but it's always a good thing we'll go back in the chat room mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially around the holidays you know a lot of people you know they have things going on that year-end activity it could, it could be a bit much because i know during my nine to five it's like non-stop until december 31st girl <laughs> i know i know i know got so much going on uh, everybody has so much going on, getting ready for 2017, but I think, you know, it's going to take off for the bay. I was a little disturbed yesterday. You know, they said 2 mm-hmm. million people didn't vote. So, I mean, that's like 2 million adults didn't vote. I feel a way about that. Mhm. Me too. And you know who's going to be the first in line to complain about things not going their way are and 2 million that didn't vote. And I'll ask this is fought to the death for us to have this opportunity to vote. So I fully take advantage of every voting opportunity that comes my way. It, it, it wasn't just the presidential vote that was up yesterday. Exactly. You got to think about the local community. You know, that those people that try to get the bill passed. Mm-hmm. The most important that's going to hit you first is anything that's done in your local area. So that means right. your um, um, school board, any villages that pass, any proposals that they're trying to pass, mayors, all of that, all of that, mm-hmm. your um, your seats, you know, your, the seats for the representatives, all of that is done, the Supreme Court for your state, all of that is done. And mm-hmm. anything that happens at the state level is going to hit you faster than anything that happens at the federal level. Exactly. It's going to be, exactly. 
if if Trump messes anything up, we probably won't steal it for a year, maybe two. You know what I'm saying? And then yesterday, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody peeped his speech. He said, whether I'm here for one one year, two years, three years, or four years. In other words, he don't know mm-hmm. how long he's going to be in office before he steps down and gives office mm-hmm. defense. That probably was the whole plan to begin with. Mm-hmm. And you know, Lee, it's not that's not an easy seat to 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 have and to sit in and to maintain. People don't realize so much goes into being the president of the United States. You know, I have the opportunity in my job and my nine to five to get a little taste of that, and it's not easy. So all those platforms that you were standing for, as well as against, they hit you. They come across that oval desk. And you're going to have to deal with it. It's not like, oh, you could just pass it off. I don't feel like dealing with this today. Being president is a stressful job. We can see by the, the hair on Obama's head when he first went into office and the way it's leaving. The way it's leaving. He got a lot, a lot of gray up in there. <laughs> it's a very busy yeah. job. It's a very responsible job. And you have to be sharp and on point. And you represent so many people, not just the group of people that you got got you into the office. Now you're the people's people. You're the people's president, you know. So it's a lot that goes into being a president, and people just don't realize it. Mm-hmm. They really don't. No, they don't. It's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. You know, mm-hmm. so many things that happen just, just on the local level. I was just telling my son, because he was like, Everybody's talking about going to the kids in the high school. I'm like, y'all kids, some of them, they want to move to Canada. I said, first of all, Canada don't want us. <laughs> the website crashed. They're like, look, we don't want y'all. <laughs> I'm thinking about y'all kids. But the thing is, even though they're kids, they understand that something is not right with the picture. Mm-hmm. And they feel a way about it. So, you know. Mm-hmm. I just had to break it down for you. You're not just voting for the president. You're voting for everything. You're you're voting really for your livelihood. What if they decide to change the minimum wage and, and make it a lot lower? You didn't vote. You you can't mm-hmm. sit and wait for other people to make a decision that's going to affect you and then just roll the dice. But they're going to make right. decisions that is better for them. They may not be in your right. position. Right. So what if and they all is- they work in and yeah. And as well, and not only that, at least they change laws that are already in effect that you may be on the on the receiving end of. They could just take those away because they have the the running of the house. They have you know all of that plays a role, and they can reverse laws. And that's one of the things he said he was going to do when he got into office. So it's it's going to be interesting these next four years how our livelihood is going to change. But you know what? It's out of our hands. The voters have voted. He's in office, so we that's who our president is. Whether you voted for him or not, we are stuck with him for the next four years, and we have to make the best of it. And whenever any local laws or local elections come your way, please make it your business to vote and, and, and get to know who you're voting for. Don't just go with the popular vote. Do your research. That's one thing we say here on Let's Chat, research, research research. I definitely agree with that. 
We appreciate you guys tuning in to Let's Chat. We off our so we off our political soapbox. <laughs> we appreciate you guys tuning in. We talking that practice. We always get on here and we get to talking and then we forget to open the show. <laughs> we got three fabulous authors today. Dewan Moss, Ty Marshall, and B. Abby. They're going to be kicking in the chat room door. We talking that talk about trust not, want not. And this is my my thing with that. Any team that you are on, there has to be trust. Because if there's no trust, there's no growth. So if you're in a in a situation and there's no trust, then you don't want anything. You don't want to grow. You're not trying to make no money. You're not trying to make no moves. You're just there existing. They don't think that's fine for that. You know what I'm saying, T? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you got to have that, that, that foundation. And that goes with anything in life. You have to have a strong foundation in order to build on it because if it's not, it's just going to crumble around you and you're going to wonder what happened. And you can put so much into whatever it is that you're trying to build only for it to fall. So you got to make sure you have the right people around you, the right spirit. So a lot goes into um, going forward. And I'm going to be interested to hear what our three guests have to say on our, our topic tonight because that's another good one, Lee. Another good topic to, to yes. build that show on. And not just trusting people. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust that when you move your feet, you're going to be okay. You have to trust yourself. you got to trust that God has you. Because anything that's put in your spirit to do, you got to move. You know, because, mm-hmm. you know, he puts stuff in our spirit. We don't move right away. The first two times mm-hmm. he puts it there, we don't move right away. We sit there, we thinking, we like, no, I don't know if I should be doing that. And then that <laughs> next time he puts it in your spirit, it's like a push that comes with it. And it's like, wait a minute, I wasn't ready, but you should have already been moving your feet. So you have to trust mm-hmm. yourself. Um, if you want something, trust yourself and you go get it. Because if you don't trust yourself to make that it that you're going to be able to handle it. If you don't trust God that he is going to make sure that, you know, he has your back in the process, then you don't want it. That's the, that's mm-hmm. the flip side to that. Mm-hmm. It sure is. That walking on that faith. You have to have faith in what it is that you're trying to accomplish. You know, you're going to have stumbling blocks, but that's part of your growth. So, you know, you get through those stumbling blocks that just make you stronger you know, anything that gets in your way and, and, and stops you from pursuing your dreams, you work it out, you move forward. So it's stepping out on that faith, and faith is a, is real. You know, we, we've been a testament to that as well. Our show has, was, we didn't think we'd be here three years later, at least. <laughs> you know, you That's step right. out on that faith. <laughs> That's actually right. And speaking of stepping out on trust and faith, I want to just thank Peter Mack. Peter Mack is our sponsor, and he's our first sponsor for Let's Chat. And I really appreciate Mm -hmm. him. He always supports everything that we do, um, Mm -hmm. anything that we do. He he always supports it. So make sure that you guys head over to Amazon and pick up Affiliate 1, Episode 1 and 2, those are both available. Actually, one, two, and three. So one and two are available on ebook and paperback, and I think three is just available on paperback right now. Um, mm-hmm. But T has read that series, and she has been raving about it. 
So make sure you head over to Amazon, one click anything, Peter Mac. I like the Domino series, which was uh, we're actually going to do a show December the 15th, uh, Submissive submissive versus Dom. And we're going to have the Dominatrix on. We're going to have Peter Mac on. um, And we're just going to talk. That talk is going to be an awesome show, so make sure you guys tune in. And that's December, I'm sorry, December the 16th. Um, They'll both be on the show. And that's going to be our fun show, our end-of-the-year show before we come back in January. So that's going to be awesome. Mm, that is going to be, you know, because <laughs> whenever Peter steps into the chat room, Lee, you know he he just has a way of getting me going, girl. <laughs> Only Peter knows how to do. <laughs> so I got a whole month mm-hmm. to get myself together. <laughs> because he just steps Always in there with this very up. white voice <laughs> and just, Make me cut up. <laughs> that show, everybody's going to be cutting up. It's going to be very That's interesting. Gonna be it's going to be live. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, and if you are looking for something good to read, make sure you head over to Amazon and pick up JP, I'm sorry, JB Zamble's um, College Life Series, books one, two, and three. You also want to pick up Mafia Mama by Arthur Shikima. That's available as well. And that Church Life by Arthur Teresa B. Howe. Suspense, all that drama, all that going on in the church. If you like Greenleaf, you will love that Church Life. And then if you mm-hmm. got a little freak in you, everybody got a little side, you know, a little freak in them, make sure you pick up that Zoe Truth. Um, that is a good girl's journal of dirty little secrets. That mm-hmm. book right there is definitely a walk uh, into an erotic experience. I'm telling y'all. So make sure you head over mm-hmm. to Amazon, grab those reads while you're over there. Pick up anything by Reese World Publishing. Our current books right now are Love, Truth, and Consequences Two: Playing Dirty and Laces by Author Black Rose. Uh, we do have uh, a book uh, pushed to the limit by author Peter Mack that will be coming out, I believe, in the first week of December. So make sure you guys now get that, that, that one-click topic. That push to the limit, I think, is by author Black Boy Battle, isn't it? Author Battle? Yeah. Arthur Battle. Mm-hmm. Arthur Battle. Oh, I said Peter Mack. I'm sorry, I got Peter on the mind, <laughs> Yeah, y'all. Peter Mack on the brain. <laughs> You got Peter on the seat. Come in, mess things up. (laughs) That's my author battle. And we got a fabulous show. We're going to take a brief break and then we're going to come back in with the fabulous author, Dewan Ma. All righty. We're going to play a little bit of that Aaron B. Bow Keys to Bolivia. You are now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Like flash yards, use the whole riff when it's strong. Roll up one whiff and I'm gone. 
I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like last yard, you the old whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Shorty like my body, set my name first Gonna make up, go in the same purse We out here on the grind She got the same thirst, I got her mind, body and soul Three round burst, my soldier in heels The breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel You know a nigga see that, she want my attention And she know it's time to be back I'm always down the block, put on Mary J. Blige Hump like handles till she see a mirage When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs I could tell that she mine by the look in her eyes If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever think Twice taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife. So all them shots be misses, bitch. Get you a life. I want the keys to Bolivia. She turning me on one line at a time. Once more, she gone like last yard. Use the whole whiff when it's strong. Roll up one whiff and I'm gone. I want the keys to Bolivia. She turning me on one line at a time. Once more, she gone like last yard. Use the whole whiff when it's strong. Roll up one whiff and I'm gone. Yeah, how you doing, love? What's your name, number? You so divine, let me look at you from behind Yeah, your body banging, coke bottle, some type of model Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow Got my attention, you got my head spinning The kind of feeling that got you tripping so revealing Mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you willing The boy taking Szechuan State and take a break from the day to day We can get away on a holiday Vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting Chopping it up, back to back, blunts in motion Hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer Baby, tell me how that sound I want the finer things in life A1 weed, papers and pipes And we can get it right I want the keys to Bolivia She turning me on One line at a time Once more, she gone Like glass jars Use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the old whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone, gone. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Felicia. You know I'm here with my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. And we thank you guys for joining us tonight. We have a fabulous show, and I do believe our first guest is in the studio. I'm excited to get Absolutely. to know her. Absolutely. Yes, she is. And... If you guys would like to be a sponsor of Let's Chat, make sure you send your request to thechatradioshow at gmail.com. This fabulous author is out of the Brown Girls Publishing House Camp. Mm. You know we love some Brown Girls Publishing over here. Mm -hmm. Awesome authors, awesome pens from the publishers on down. Um, Great, great team over there, and so we're excited to have her. How are you? I'm great. How are you two? We are good. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm happy to be here. We are happy that you are here. For everybody that does not know who you are, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work. I am a Marine Corps vet. Um, I just started 
writing um, this year, and I've uh, completed my third published book. It's going to be out before Christmas, and the other two, The X Chronicles and Single Bomba Dating Drama. I'm a motivational speaker, storyteller. I do it all. <laughs> it sounds like it, girl. you got a lot going on. And I have a, a soy bath and beauty business. Uh, say it you again. Say you have? A soy bath and beauty business where I make sugar scrubs and soy massage candles. Wow. Uh, yes. All right now. <laughs> sugar scrub, uh, the soy massage, candles, everything. Oh, see, that's my store. I can get lost up in that store, girl. You don't need exactly. to when you got me. <laughs> I know that's right. You better talk that talk. <laughs> <laughs> no parabens, no dyes, no nothing. All right. That's yes. So <laughs> you said that you have, I know that's right. Ain't nothing like your own. So right. you said that you have th- three books out. What made you start writing to begin with? You were in the you're in the Marine Corps. I'm sure mm-hmm. everything is so busy. Where well, you're a veteran, but I'm sure mm-hmm. life is just busy. You got your business going. What made you decide to sit down and write? Well, I've been writing since I was a little girl. I, I kept a journal at the age of eight. Uh, I fell in love reading when I was sitting up my sitting under my dad um, when uh, when he was reading the paper. He'd give me the comic um, section, and I just started writing, writing, and writing. Last year, I put on, I stood up under the bestsellers list at Walmart. I said, next year I'm going to be a bestseller, and I want to be nominated. For a black literary, um, black Purse literary award, and then all of a sudden this year came. I stepped down on faith, got three books, um, best uh, author, and uh, was nominated for the Black Pearls Literary Award. Wow, that's awesome! This is Tony. Uh, how do you pronounce your name? Is it Dwan? It's Dwan. Yes. Okay, Dwan. This is Tony. Now you said you were standing in Walmart in the bestseller section, and I love asking this question. Do you remember the book that sparked you to say that you want to be on the next bestseller bestselling list? You talking about at first, like when I was young? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, Judy uh, Bloom. Mm. Oh God, are you? Oh, 
I do, but now it's Louisville. Because she, <laughs> I, I thought she her. was teaching me how to how to increase my bust. We we must we must. <laughs> Today with seven seven hats on that you are a multitasking under. Right, 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 right. Rocking. But you know, yes. The um, but it's so weird when I go back in my journal. A few years ago, I went to a book signing and took a picture with Victoria and Rashonda, and it's so weird now because now I'm writing with them. And I get to see them and pose with them and their NAACP Image Award. So that's my writing goal. That's going to be on my vision board. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's- how did you get hooked up with Brown Girls Publishing for your publisher? I'm sorry, could you uh, repeat that? How did you get connected um, with Brown Girls Publishing as your publisher? They did a call for a submission. And uh, I, I uh, sent in my story, 400 people sent in their stories. And mine was mm-hmm. one that got picked for the X Chronicles mm-hmm. and the, the Single Mama Dating Mine oh, was a. Uh, oh. What was oh, that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you was asking about the stories. And yeah, I was, I was gonna tell you which one was your story. Oh, and the X Chronicles is I Will Love You So For Always and Single Mama Daily mm-hmm. Drama is a Heart for a Heart. Ooh. And I'm working mm-hmm. for I'm working on my debut novel. Mhm. Oh wow. Oh, and what's gonna be the name of that novel? Right now, is unfaithful blood, but I think I'm gonna change it after I get okay. after it's complete. I, I think I'm I'm gonna change the name of it. Tell us a little bit about it. <laughs> you know what? For all of my books that are coming out now, um, it's gonna be focused on um, women with mental problems. And so mm-hmm. this lady, the young lady, she has a mental problem, and she's uh, she has a mental problem, and she's mm-hmm. I'm sorry, someone just walked in. She has a mental problem, and she goes through the phase of manic depression, depression, mm-hmm. depression, uh, because I'm a bipolar person. I'm a bipolar, so I know how it is. It uh, shows what she does when she's a manic. She has all these boyfriends, but she really loves this married man. She believes God sent this married man. Mm-hmm. And her, uh, 
she neglect she neglect the man that really loves her. So we're gonna see what happens. It's sex and scandalous and all the other stuff that starts with the nest. Mm, interesting. So you, what type of drama would you say this is like drama, contemporary? Um, what? How would you describe your pen to our listeners? Oh, that's going to be sexy drama. <laughs> oh, it's going to be oh. so sexy. Sexy Not drama. drama, but sexy drama. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. So I'm looking forward so, to that. My, go ahead. I'm looking go forward ahead. to uh, my solo project. Because mm-hmm. I'm coming now, at y'all with the juice. Okay, uh, ain't nothing wrong with it. We like the juice. Don't don't come a week, you know. We don't want to have to sit coming from we said they had a V8 watching scandal. You know, so you got to read that book and get in there. So that's right. Yes. No wrong with that. Oh. What are some of the quirky, quirky things that you do when you're writing? Like some of the things that readers don't necessarily know that you do, but it's something that ha- you have to have or have to do during that process. It's the music. I have to make me a playlist. If it's a sad story, I have to make me a sad playlist and listen to it all day so that I'll be sad. Uh, If it's a hot, sexy story, I have a playlist that says purr. So that's my purr playlist (laughs) for sexy So when it's time to write, it's absolutely quiet. And what I need to get away from is eating a bag of M&M's while I write. Mm -hmm. So it has to be be totally quiet, and and I'm on a bag of uh, M&M's with peanuts right beside me. Oh, all right now. Got specifics there. Now this is totally gone. You know, your you, your upcoming book deals with a, a a real issue that's among um, us today, with the mm-hmm. mental health and mental issues. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure you had to do extensive research as far as making your story as relatable as possible. Is there a message that you would like your readers to take away from this book when they open it? Uh, yes, is to understand this particular book, the ups and downs of bipolar, because people usually think that when you say bipolar, you're crazy. And, of mm-hmm. course, I, I did research, but it was easy for me because I'm bipolar. So I just want mm-hmm. them to know the knowledge of what happens because my family don't totally know what happens. Mm-hmm. And then I'm I'm just gonna bring that to light, and the next book after that will address um my rape in uh Japan while I was in the military. So every I believe everything should have a purpose. So every mm-hmm. story I write will have a purpose. Wow, now that's interesting. This is Tony once again, Dawn. Um, by you having this issue that you are writing about, how did you? How did you feel writing about pretty much yourself? Did you did you learn anything new about yourself? How was it writing this book? How did it affect you? It was therapy. Um, 
I really did not know myself until I started writing about this young lady. And it's like I could see myself doing it because this is what I do. But it's like I didn't really see myself until I saw Journey. That's her name, Journey. Okay. And what are some of the things that you learned about yourself during um, your process of writing this book? Uh, you know, I I learned that um, if I'm yeah, I learned that I pour my pills out at times when I don't want to be on them, which make me um, manic. And when I have to write, I know manic will make me feel invincible. I stay up for days at a time, but the down part is I come back crashing, and I never know how deep I crash. So it's about oh. it's it's all about keeping a balance. Wow, that's deep what you just shared with us, Donna. We appreciate you sharing that because um, that's real. You know, that just makes mm-hmm. this 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 story that you're telling. I can see it's like a battle within yourself. Right. If, if I'm understanding it, it's a yeah. battle within yourself that you're trying to you're trying to win, but at the same time, it's not letting you win. Is is right. that pretty much how how it felt? That's exactly how it feels. And on top of it, I have suicide ideation, so it takes mm. it to a whole new level. A whole new wow. level. Oh, wow. Do you feel it um, makes you stronger? I feel I have I have a mix of feelings. If I'm where I'm supposed to be, if I'm not throwing away my medicine, if I'm taking it the way I'm supposed to, I'm I'm good to go with everything. Mhm. If not, wow. and people don't understand, if I don't take it, I cannot stand myself, let alone other people. Mhm. Mm. Now is now is that something that you put your character through as well, just to show yes. the re- the realness yes. of it? Yes. Wow, girl, you. I made it as real as up. possible. Wow. I believe wow. in being transparent because you know that's how you help other people. That's true. Uh huh. So I can't wait for y'all to read now, that one. What is the reaction um, you get um, when people find out about your actual journey? You know, about the bipolar, I don't get the shock that I thought I would get. And it's because so many people are walking around with um, mental disabilities. So I don't Mm -hmm. get as many, you know, shocks as I thought I would, but the why I get more shocked is the um, repeatedly rape in the Marine Corps. That's where I get the uh, the most questions about. Wow, repeatedly raped in the Marine Corps. Uh huh. Yes. That's another book right there, girl. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It is. And people don't understand oh. how. Uh, how real that is also. 
Absolutely. So mm. we were sitting here a year from now, and we were talking about your accomplishments in 2017. I'm sorry, yeah, we're talking about your accomplishments in 2017 that you accomplished in 2016. What are some of the things that we will be talking about? They will be talking about that um, 2017 Black Pearls Literary Award I said I was going to be nominated for and was nominated for. I want to have another bestseller on my debut novel. And I want to just be living out the rest of my dreams, um, use my profits from Sassy Soul to help out um, multiple sclerosis uh, patients because I have oh. multiple, multiple sclerosis also. So oh, wow. uh, I just... I just want to do a, a lot of things I, and, and do a lot, do everything I do to be transparent to help someone else. Because mm-hmm. you never know who's reading your books. Mm-mm. You never know who who needs what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Wow. You have heard, you have had such Absolutely. a powerful journey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and all of this is therapy. Mm-hmm. Now, if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self, what are some of the things that you would tell yourself? Don't be afraid. If you had a moment to. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid because fear for the longest kept me from living out my dreams. Fear of rejection and fear of success. So I would just fear go or tell myself to go too. for the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Fear of success is and real. And the opposite of real is, is that's right. Mm-hmm. It can be that. And that's kind of towards our topic tonight also, at least. It kind of plays into that as well. Mm. Yeah, our topic today is trust not, want not. Can you talk a little mm. bit about uh, trusting uh, your vision and trusting your journey? Ooh, before this year, I I doubted it. I doubted my journey because, as far as the writing, because I didn't know I had heard about all of this rejection and stuff. Um, I I, uh, submitted this story, and from then I had more confidence, more confidence. And, you know, I'm just going with the flow. People with writers would tell you that we don't tell the story. We're the vessels that tell our character story. So uh, I'm just uh, just trust and continue to trust. If I get a rejection notice or something, oh well, it's a stepping stone for my purpose and for what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 you have to. And do my part. I think if I do all my, everything I'm supposed to do, God will do the rest. And he showed up and showed out with me this year. <laughs> showed up and showed out. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what are, what are the things? Hey, Keith. No, I was gonna say you have been through so much, but um, I'm sure there's a, a a silver lining in there. What has been the most 
thing, the the one thing you've been most proud of that you've come through? I, 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 the fact that I'm stronger. For the longest I've been a weak one, this is the first time that I feel strong, as strong as I can be, and I don't have to worry about my peripheral vision. I'm just going to keep mm-hmm. walking and walking my path. Mm-hmm. I ain't worrying about nobody else, what nobody else doing. I ain't trying to swerve in nobody else's lane. I'm staying in my lane. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, outside of your books that you have coming, um, what what's new coming up for your scrubs? Um, how are you pushing your brand as far as, as your business um, with your beauty products? Do you have a um, website? Do you no, tell us a little bit about no, that? Um, my website for the books and for Sassy Soul, Sassy Soul is the name. Um, my business, both of them are being reconstructed so that you can order instead of just sending me sending emails. I'm sorry, invoices via PayPal. Uh, branding is basically. Word of mouth, uh, marketing, I send out uh, samples, and repeat customers. I, I'm, I think I get most of my business from repeat customers. They are very, very satisfied. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, um, do you have your Facebook? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have that I on your hear. Facebook? I do. Uh, that's yeah. sa- sassy soul soy, but I spell sassy with an I. And um, of course, my author name is Dwan Moss. Okay. Dwan D Moss. And I just um, I've just become a contributor. To the magazine, real life, real face. Mm-hmm. Well, you got, you got no grass growing under your feet. You are <laughs> moving straight ahead. Nothing is holding you back. <laughs> Thank goodness, I got the emptiness. So I'm just gonna go for whatever I've always wanted to go for. That's right. That is right. Well, we are. So enjoyed having you. Please shout out your social media sites because you have a lot that our listeners can follow you and uh, how they can get in t- contact with you because, girl, you're doing the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My uh, Facebook is Dwan D. for my author page. My personal page mm-hmm. is Dwan Moss Johnson. Twitter is Dwan Moth, um, my sassy soul business is sassy soul soy. Uh, what did I forget? My number when you you are you are uh, get a number when you go to my site. When y'all go to my site, mm-hmm. and I'm forgetting something, and don't know what I'm forgetting. You got Twitter or Instagram or anything? Yes, Twitter is at Duan Moth. Okay. And that's that's it. The uh, website should be up soon. It's going to be um, 
the BGV website and my soil business website. Mm-hmm. Well, we wish you all the best. Yeah, that's be you awesome. know, you are. Yeah, you have so much going on. And if you ever need to share anything with your readers, you know, you're always welcome here on this chat. And we appreciate you sharing yourself, your your true self with us. Um, you know, that, that can't be easy. And we so appreciate you for just laying it on the, on the line and just, like you said, being transparent because that's the best way to be right. in order to get a message across. So thank you so much for sharing that Absolutely. with us. Absolutely. Thank y'all for having me. And your story is always going to bless somebody else. Just remember Mm -hmm. that. When you get discouraged, when you just feel away, just know that everything that you are doing, everything that you have gone through, Mm -hmm. somebody Mm -hmm. else is going through the same thing. They just didn't say nothing, and you did. So you could be blessing somebody without even saying two words to them. Right, right, Just by what you're writing. And by them watching you, because sometimes it could be people around you that are watching Mm -hmm. you and watching the way you move and how you're doing things. And they could be going through some of the same things and Mm -hmm. still encouraged. So -hmm. we want you to be encouraged. And you're welcome back anytime. Thank you so much. The Christmas story was coming out, so you know I'll be calling. (laughs) That's all right. (laughs) All right. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You have a great night. Thank you, you for too. Thank Good you. Bye bye. Good night. That was Three awesome. That was. We should have had her on for mind, oh. body, and soul. That would have been a perfect mind, body, and soul. I was thinking the same thing. She has been through a lot, and you know, and you you can hear the strength in her voice. You know, it hasn't broken her, and like she says, she just she gets stronger each day. So please make sure you follow uh-huh. her. That's Blondie Moss, M-O-S-S. She is an amazing woman. Uh, once again, you are listening to Let's Chat. My name is Tony, and I'm joined by my phenomenal co-host, Miss Felicia. We come to you guys live every Thursday and Friday, but this week we are on Wednesday. So we're glad you're joining us. Now here on Let's Chat, we celebrate literature as well as everything else that affects our community, you know, be it politics, Boy, there's a lot of politics going on in the air lately. So we, we, we talk about it all here on this chat. We do it in a royal way, though, no matter what the genre or the situation may be. Um, our show allows avid readers as well as authors to interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. We invite our guests to come into the chat room. Uh, they can come in with a red cup. Tonight I got a white cup. You know, we don't ask what's in that cup. Just come on in and get to know. Uh, just let our listeners get to know you and uh, hear your journey because our last guest, Dwan D. Moss, she has had an amazing journey. She is a Marine Corps vet. She has some things that went on in the Marine Corps that I'm sure is going to be in a book because it sounded real. It sounded real. And she has some personal things. Those are the things that we love to to hear with our guests, to share with our guests, and it makes them more real to our listeners and to, to me and Alicia as well. So we thank you for joining us here on Let's Chat. And if you'd like to be a guest on Let's Chat or you have an art letter that you want them to come on Let's Chat, please send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. Once again, that is the chat radio show at gmail.com. 
and uh, our next guest, I believe, is in the queue, so we'll be bringing him in shortly. Yes, we have the fabulous Ty Marshall. Y'all, every time he come in here, he cuts up. I, he got some stuff cooking. He got some stuff cooking. You know, he 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 one of them that be quiet. He be real, real quiet. And then, boom, you over there doing that? Oh, yeah, I, I forgot to say something. But yeah, I'm doing this right now. And then it, it, just, it just roll off. And then he get real quiet again. And then, boom, here you go, one more time. So let's bring in the fabulous Tom Marshall. Hey, Mr. America, how you doing? <laughs> How y'all doing? Yeah, I like that. I like. I gotta take y'all everywhere. I gotta take y'all everywhere I go with that introduction. That, that kind of. I gotta send y'all in the room before I walk in there. But that's how you do. You be real quiet, then boom. Let me show y'all what I've been working on. Yeah, that's the way you gotta. You just gotta. You just gotta. You gotta. You know. You gotta get low sometime and and just write. Sometimes people don't want to hear you talking on Facebook or something. They want to read your book, so you gotta write. But you know that That's right, but you didn't you buy that the church now. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's so you right. got to get us up to speed on what's been going on in Ty Marshall's world. Okay, well, um, well, just on November 1st, this, this past week, I released uh, my first book on um, St. Martin's Press. It's actually a, a novella, actually. It's a spinoff to um, Ashley um, Internet's uh series Lux. So my book is called Luxury and Larceny. So it's a spinoff of her book. It's part one to it. Part two will be dropping um, December, uh, I want to say December 4th. It's another author that's signed to our name, June Collins. She's doing the, um, the mm-hmm. second book. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I've been doing. And I, um, I was so quiet because I was working on Keys to the Kingdom too, which has been done for for about a month now. So just um, waiting for this book to drop and get it out to the people. So we're gonna I'm about to start rolling out the campaign for Keys to the Kingdom too as well. Wow. That's hi, this is Tony and I'm I'm looking at your cover of uh Luxury and Larceny. Mm-hmm. First of all, that 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 title alone, you know, Leisha and I we we, we you know, we're book bougies, we admit it. You know, we we have a club <laughs> that we right. attend. <laughs> we don't hide it, we don't hide it. No. Mm-hmm. If there's something wrong with it we gonna say you ask? Let's talk about this here cover. Where you get that from? We will tell you in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Real book booze. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nah, yeah. I I feel you. I feel you. That it's kind of you know, you know, it's it's that's what you see first. So you want to make sure your cover, your title, is um very eye catching and 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 very um appealing to people without being, you know, I I can't. Well, people do what they want to do. I just know how I want my brand to be. So I make sure mm-hmm. it looks good. I make sure my, um, you know, my the title of my book is not the, you know, the latest song on the radio. And I just try to just mm-hmm. try right. to, because 10 years from now, I just want to be one of them books that people, you know, they be like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, this is a good book. I want I want those, those, those titles to last instead of not going out when the song is over. Mm-hmm. You know, here on Let's Chat, Leisha and I, we talk about the the thing that first attracts. This is Tony. I'm sorry. We we try to introduce ourselves because we sound so much alike. But you know, one of the first thing that catches a reader's eye is that title in the cover. You know, mm-hmm. and and most titles that you see these days have the same repetitive word, but lux luxury and larceny 
are not among those. How did yeah. how did you come up with that? Actually, the the title was a play off of um, Ashley. Her book is called Lux, the series that she has out. Mm-hmm. So being that it was a spinoff, she actually came up with the um with the title. She was like, um, this is what I want you to do. She kind of gave me um the 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 book is about two characters. They're not main characters in her book, but they play a part in the in the book. And she was like, I want you to take them and write your own story about them. She kind of gave me an uh, idea of what happens to them in the book. And she was like, this is what it's going to be called. It's going to be called Luxury and Lossy. And I was like, all right, that's all I need. <laughs> mm, I okay, like okay. Mm-hmm. So we just went from there. Absolutely. So I, she, she can definitely... She and she she definitely could take uh, credit for that, and that's just me coming up, you know, being part of Al. That's just me um, playing Ashley and Jaquay was close, and just learning, you know, little um, points in the business. And they always uh, they want you know make sure your book title look a certain uh, your your title is a certain kind of way. Make sure your book cover looks a certain mm-hmm. kind of way. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's something I took. That's something I took to myself, and I just try to you know. Put, implement that and with everything that I do. Mm-hmm. I definitely so, agree I mean, with that. Yeah. I think a lot of times that when people, people always think because people know you, there's always somebody that does not know you. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times you have to act like everybody you meet is your first time getting somebody to read your work. So you got to not mm-hmm. throw up the synopsis, but have you a smooth um, pitch to pitch your book. Your cover's got to be exactly. on point. Your synopsis got to be on point because you are getting uh, somebody for the first time. And so your personality mm-hmm. becomes your word of mouth at that point in time. Exactly. And now, your cover is also your big – go ahead, Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna no, say your cover is your your cover is really your cover is really your biggest marketing tool because anywhere you go, whether it's on Amazon or whether you're walking in the store, all the covers are facing front. So it's a, sometimes before you can read what's on the back of the book, a synopsis that cover has to catch your eye. That yeah. title of that book has to catch your eye to make you pick it up and flip it over. So that's the first thing. It's like it's like um a uh, law of attraction. It's like seeing a, a beautiful woman. Like if you walk in the club. And there's a bunch of women, but there's one beautiful one. That's the one where your eyes are going to go to. And it's the same thing. The cover is kind of the same way, you know, for you ladies to be a, a man. But it's the same thing. Like, now, you, you pick that, you, you go talk to that man, then you find out about him. It's just like a book. You pick him up, you pick the book up, you read it, you flip it over, mm-hmm. you read the synopsis, and you'll find But the first thing you do with anything in the world is you see it. The first thing we do is we see it. So that that's very important. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's. That, that I just so believe true. that law of attraction, Absolutely. law of attraction is very strong with the with the covers, in the titles, mm-hmm. like because how Absolutely. you said like, that larceny and lunch is like I like I ain't nobody use those words. I ain't really been hearing nobody playing. So that mm-hmm. intrigues your mind as well. Like, well, what's this about? Mhm. Absolutely. So and you know, at the same time, presentation. Because I, I do promotion. I do. I do mm-hmm. a lot of little things. I'm always doing something, but you, you know, got six, I, that's I how you, you know you gotta have six streams of income. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. I, I got rich. a lot going on. I got a lot going on. <laughs> I got an event coming up in um, March. I want to make sure I want you to come out and uh, support that. But yeah, mm-hmm. that was my shameless plug, y'all. <laughs> 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 but I was talking to somebody and um, 
I don't know if it was their flyer saying you should do this. Um, I think it was the way that they um, were they were posted. Um, and I always I have this big old thing about those big long um, URLs. I always say get put that URL in a tiny URL, and it just makes it flow better as far as the visual. Promotion is mm-hmm. all about presentation. It's all about the visual. So I'm glad that you are hitting on the fact that your cover got to be on point because that's the visual. That's going to bring mm-hmm. in your synopsis. That's the sugar. You know, that's going to yep. sweeten them a little bit to want to open the book. You know, your You're content right. is the glue that's going to grab them and keep them. You know, so you – you have, and this is one thing I always say about Al. I don't see too many Al authors that have to post their links in every every group on Facebook. I don't see that too often. You but know, one thing you know I, I do see from your team is y'all interact. Y'all interact, and your readers become your promoters because you interact mm-hmm. with the reader. They go out, they get some readers, they bring them back, and boom, you got to interact yeah, that's with. and that's to me that's the key that's what y'all do all of y'all y'all interact with y'all readers can you talk about the importance of interacting with your readers it's it's very important it's it's extremely important especially to me still being a fairly new author like um word of mouth is is my best friend so um when you when you when a person takes the time to read your book and they take the time to either leave a review or to say something to you on a post or hit you in your inbox. I feel it's necessary to always respond with a thank you or I'm glad you enjoyed it. Just because people feel, you know, people, um, they feel like they spend their hard on money on buying your book. That's the least you can do. And I feel like when you, when you interact with people like that, they feel invested mm-hmm. actually in it. And they're willing to go mm-hmm. say, Hey, you read that new Tom Marshall book. And they probably would have told somebody that, but if they hit me in the inbox and say, hey, I really liked your book, and I just be like, eh, 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 whatever, get out of my inbox so I mm-hmm. leave them on stuck, they, then they might not say nothing. But just the fact that they felt like, hey, he got a good book, and he, you know, and he responded to me, that made me feel good. Hey, I'm going to tell my homegirl about it. Who might tell her homegirl? Who might tell their homegirls who work at the hospital and now mm-hmm. all the nurses is reading that's your right. book? And, and that's how you go. And and so word of mouth is very, very, um, very important. And then one thing I believe in mm-hmm. is I'm the product. I feel like the book is the product, That's but right. I'm also the product. I feel like me as the author, mm-hmm. I'm the product. So I'm, you know, I, I, if you buy into me, you get those fans that go like, cause I speak with the, you know, with all the vets in the game from Ashley Jaquavis to the Kawan to everybody who writes these great books. You hear people say, "Man, I ain't even got to read the back of that book, man." Kawan drop a book, Ashley Jaquavis drop a book. I'm going to get it. They see the cover, mm-hmm. and that's, that's become, right. because people become invested in those people. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's kind of – and that starts from just building a rapport with your readers. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And, and setting an expectation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. And it's, but it's, and it's also a thin line, though. setting an expectation because people know what they're going to get. If you pick mm-hmm. up Ashley and Jaquavis' book or Ashley and – Internet book or a Jaquavis book or a Time Marshall book or a Quan book or a June Miller book, you know what you get, you know, and that but that comes from spending time in that author's world. You know, when you mm-hmm. first meet an author, you don't know what to expect, but when you get that author and they have hooked you, yeah, you can write on the back of a paper sack, girl. Did you get that paper sack? Yeah, girl. I got, <laughs> he went in, didn't he? You know, I'm like, yeah, we call yeah, those I, ultimate readers. It don't matter what yeah, you true. do. 
They will run your story down from left and right. That's a great mm-hmm. feeling as an author to have those type of fans. So think about that too when you're writing. You be like, man, I, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta go in here and put this heat down because people expect more, and you you start to want to please them. You know what I mean? Like not that you're writing for them, like you're gonna change stuff in the story for them, but you be like, yo, you know, I set a certain standard for myself, and I gotta make sure I can't just throw mm-hmm. anything out. You know what I mean? I can't just, mm-hmm. just I'm not just gonna throw a story out there or something like that. I'm going to make sure when you get, I try to make sure that when you get my book, you know, like, I tired and really put his foot in this book. Because my name is mm-hmm. on the front of the cover. So I tell everybody that, like, my name is on the front of the cover. So I, I've been saying that, I think, since I've been coming on your show. If a person grabs my book and yeah. they hate it, they're not going to stop by asking into crazy books. <laughs> so I'm on out. So my nope. name is on the, so, so, yeah, so if they hate my book, Trust me, they still gonna pick up the next Ashley and Craver's book. They just gonna not buy a tie no more. So I gotta make sure I do my thing on how right. Yeah, they're gonna be like, everybody on their team is not right, but that time Marshall, no, but what do I have to grow? Let me tell you about the last book. <laughs> yeah, so you can, yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. So I, I really take, I really take on my craft serious. Like I, since I started writing um and and releasing books, I really wanted to be one of those people like I want to be up there with Ashley Chris. I want to be up there with Kwan. I want to be up there with all these you know the the legends like people that write books and in 10 years from now people are like yo did you ever read such and such because you know a book is new to a person who never wrote it so I mean never read it so mm-hmm. somebody 10 years from now is going to pick up Keys to the Kingdom and it's going to be new to them so I mm-hmm. always make sure that I try Absolutely. to write those books that I try to write that's and you it, know what, we it. say that all the time because every book you write is not going to hit. And I'm just mm-hmm. saying, don't send me no inboxes because it is the truth. Every book you write is not going to hit. But what happens no. is when you have your, your your library set up, you're sending people, first of all, it's about quality and more than the quantity of the books that you have. It's the quality of your pen and what you put out there. If you keep your library just having the heat, they may not like one book. Like Cash always, he always talks about, I didn't like one of his books. I like mm-hmm. mostly everything that Cash writes. But this one particular book, I just, I couldn't, I didn't like it. I couldn't get into it. And yeah. he always says, yeah, she likes some of my stuff, but she don't like it all. But I will pick up a Cash book whether I like it or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, because yeah. I know his pen is quality. I know I can feel it. I'm going to pick up an Ashley Antoinette book. Why? Because I know I can feel her pen. You know, when I first started reading, the first two books that I read when I started uh, getting into Street Lit was Wahida Park, or Wahida Clark's Hug series, and Prada Plan. Those mm. are my first two books. Um, wow, okay, yeah. That I read, in, because we worked in a call center. So, you know, in a call center, they just cast stuff around. So I had to read her series, Wahida series, backwards. Because everybody else had all the other books. <laughs> and then when okay. I finished that one, I couldn't get the rest of her series. So the next book that was available was Product Plan. So that's, that was the first two books I read. The first book signing I ever went to was Ashley and Clevis, and I was at Allen Park at Barnes & Noble. Wow. I mean, these are things as readers that you, you remember. You know, exactly. That's what I'm, so I'm sitting here really listening. important I'm, I'm, that I'm your library is you. on point. Yeah, I'm actually mm-hmm. listening to you talk oh, yeah. like, yo, that's how readers feel. Like that's and I've met and I, and that's good. Like when you got good quality work and you and you you know what I mean, you uh give the people what they looking for, like people will support. 
people will support, man, because people like good stuff. Everybody like we gonna go to the best restaurants because we like good food. We gonna go see the you gonna everybody well, we like will, good people service. will support. That's right. Yeah, people will support. So and people gonna buy what they gotta make sure they you gonna buy the things that they like. So you ain't gotta make your book ninety nine cent. Can you talk about the ninety nine cent, please? Um, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, please defend. Don't send him no inboxes. This is that, my that question that I'm no. asking personally. Okay, I got. If you have any you know, questions, I, please inbox me. Nah, you know I I, I have no. Can you I'm please not talk about the no. please. My please thing is talk I, about the importance of knowing your worth when you are. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Video. I just feel like <laughs> as an author, as an author, I know how much time and effort it takes me to um write a book just like a person mm-hmm. gets up every day and goes to work they want to get paid i get up every day and i write i write every day to to get mm-hmm. these books out to you so that this is my job so if you went to work all week and you worked 40 hours and at the end of the week your boss came to you and gave you a 99 cent check how would you feel that's all i just want to i just want to act and sometimes people take it takes people three months four months, five months, six months to write a book. So they're doing that every day. They're writing every day to get 99 cents. And okay. I just just feel like as an author, I don't think there's any book that's worth 99 cents. I think any mm. the, the worst book ever, whoever, if you took the time and sat down and wrote that book, I don't think you should want 99 cents. Just for you paying for your cover, your editing, your typesetting, your, all these different things. Okay. Like, where are you making your money at? Because if you're putting your mm-hmm. book up for 99 cents, you're actually only getting 35 cents from Amazon. So it so because they taking their part too. So I just don't understand that. I just feel like me as a as the type of author I want to be and who I am. I think that I have to set a standard for myself. I can't take under mm-hmm. this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I won't mm-hmm. go under this. So I just feel like that that's me. Now I put books up for 2.99 and 4.99 and all that stuff like that, and I just think that 99 cents is just too low for me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Keys to the Kingdom 2. Where you can make a, some money. Yeah, Keys to the Kingdom 2 took me a while to write because I just I stopped in the middle of it. I wrote another book and this, that, and the other, but this is a 80K word book. This is 330 pages of a book, and you want me to give it to you for 99 cents? I just don't think that I also don't understand why, and maybe you as a reader, you can explain it to me. Why should? Why is there a different price for a Kindle book no, than no, a paperback book? No, 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 don't, 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 don't ask us. We bougie. Because I oh. spent $12.99 on the Kindle. So don't ask okay. me because if I like it. See, this is my thing. And this is my thing with Kindle Unlimited. Now, I'm telling y'all, don't send me no emails. Kindle Unlimited, to me, is not in the author's favor. It's not a way for the author to make money. You do have some authors that are making money. I'm not saying you don't. But for the most part, a new author that doesn't have a fan base is not making any money. But rather, regardless if they pick your book up and read it completely or not, Amazon getting $10 every month. Mm -hmm. They are getting their $10. So if they don't read your book to a certain point, you ain't getting no money, but Amazon gets $10. Yeah. 
and that's I've, just my I've seen thing. It, I've I'd seen rather... it work. Yeah, no, I, I've seen it work both ways. I've seen it work both ways. I think for a new author with maybe one book or two books, I don't think that Kindle Unlimited is a good thing at all. If you have a a, um, a, a library full, if you got eight, nine, ten books where you got all books being read, you, you're going to see some type of money, but you have to have a catalog. You can't putting your first book up and putting it on Kindle Unlimited is just not a good thing. I just don't think that. I do, but I, I, I mm-hmm. see, I Absolutely. definitely see your side of that. I definitely see your side of that. And I just, I always I just, just wonder, feel like, like why? buy the book. Let the author mm-hmm. get paid. And I will buy, yeah. like, my thing is you have some authors whose books are always nine ninety nine or more. It never changes, and that's depending on their publisher. So if the publisher mm-hmm. is Simon & Schuster, you're not going to get you a four ninety nine book from Simon and Schuster ever. Ever. That book is going to be more. <laughs> ever. Than, that book is going to be more than nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine is probably the less, the, the the least amount you will pay for a Simon and Schuster book. I don't care who the author mm-hmm. is. The author could yeah. be Jerry Springer. Hey, and, <laughs> and that pay. paperback is not going to be twelve ninety five. That paperback will be twenty five dollars. Why? Because you paying for the author and the fact that it's Simon and Schuster. Yeah. If the pen is right, I'm going to pay for it. So don't ask us. Well, that's you know, I'm about. That's good to hear. That's that's good to hear. I like to hear that. I just always just as a just as a me just um being an author and just starting to learn the business and learning different. I always just wanted to ask somebody like, why is a Kindle like to me? It seems like um Kindle is a faster service. Like um, you get the book immediately. Like why would you pay more for something? You should pay more for something that you get immediately. Like if I want um, one day shipping, don't I pay more? So if I get the book immediately, should I pay more instead of having to wait three, four days for them to mail me a book or do something like that? If you're ordering like that, or if you're going, if you go to a bookstore, that's different. But I just think that that service, how it's so immediate, I think that. But it's still the same exact book. So if you go to the store and pay fourteen dollars for my book, and somebody else pays, say ninety nine cents for my book. Yeah, I got the same exact book. Why I didn't get the same exact money? I just don't understand that. Mm-hmm. That's right. That makes that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, now, our maybe that's that something. Maybe, maybe we need. Oh, <laughs> what you was right? No, I was saying. Say, I, I don't. I don't. I don't have Kindle Unlimited. I just buy the book outright. <laughs> well, I, well, I, well, I thank you, and my family thanks you. Am <laughs> 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 but I think that also in the teller at my in the teller at my bank thank you. <laughs> but I don't think authors understand that. First of all, I think that when you walk into any situation, you have to have an understanding. You got to know what you know because you know it, not because someone has told you, but because you know it. That makes you better mm-hmm. able to to do what you do well. Now, this is the thing. You have to have an understanding of everything that you're doing. So if you walking in here and you got your book on Amazon, I don't care if you have a publisher or not, you should know how much Amazon is taking off top. Because you need mm-hmm. to understand. It's so funny. I just had this talk with an author the other day um, who was with a – she's with a vanity publisher, but they didn't – she was upset because they didn't break it down. So I broke it oh, down okay. for her. I said, if Amazon is taking 35 to 70%, and then you getting sixty forty or or seventy thirty whatever you getting from your from your publisher they're taking that from that you're getting what's left 
And so mm-hmm. if your book is such and such amount of money, you may not be making no money. You have paperbacks. Yeah. You need to have some of paperbacks, cases in your car, cases at your house, so that you're making money all the time. You can't yeah, absolutely. Be, especially a right. vanity publisher, they don't do nothing. All you're they do is right. they charge you to do everything. So you need to yeah, be pushing right. your brand, pushing your book, and making money on your own. You can't expect somebody to make mm-hmm. your money for you. If you're not branding yeah. yourself, if you're not pushing yourself, if you interact on your page and know nobody on your page know that you're an author and, and you don't sell no books, that's your fault. That ain't yeah. nobody's fault for I, you. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I just, like don't my email own, me. My own, I'm just saying. No, no, no. You, you're speaking the truth. My own mentality, I came in this game, I already had a certain level of understanding of just how business works. I also have my own hustle, so I, I understand how being a hustler works. And then I can say that because I've seen so many horror stories, like, you know, we all see on our timeline where authors are arguing with their publisher and doing all this crazy stuff. I can say my personal experience in the book game, being signed to Ashley and Jaquavis, has been nothing short of spectacular, right? They are um, open books. I can call anytime. They've shown me things. They've actually shown me how to be my own brand, not under Al, not under them, but me. They've shown me. They they shown me all the things that I need to take and be able to stand on my own too in this game. You know what I mean? And to to make moves, they open up doors for me to where, um, like I said, Ashley got me got me the opportunity to put a spinoff book from her series out on a major publisher. The same, you know, the same people who put out these big time authors on uh, St. Mars Press put out my ebook. You know what I mean? So um, mm-hmm. I've been able to work with um, top top editors, the same editors that work with Ashley Jaquavis, work with Kawan. You know, they work with they work with me, which also opens them up to my writing, which also opens up opportunities down the line because they're like, okay, um, I'm editing his book. This is good work right here. So those open up different opportunities down the line. I've, and so I can honestly say being signed to Al has been a, a wonderful experience. Like, I, I don't – I've seen all those horror stories. I've seen, I've seen people getting into it. I've seen somebody selling their book for 99 cents. So um, the publisher is getting 35 cents, then you getting, then you splitting 60, 40 of that with them. And now you're wondering why your book is um, the number one seller on in um, Urban Vampire. Uh-oh. You know how people do that. Uh-oh. You know, they do all that Uh-oh. stuff Uh-oh. to get number one. And then, <laughs> um, but you're, you're a number one seller, but you're not, you know what I mean? You're not getting the money. And you I think that. Selling. Yeah, you're not really selling, and you're I think that a lot of times you ain't selling because nobody exactly. still know who you are. I'm just saying, yeah. they don't. And I think, though, and shade. I think that I'm sometimes, I think that sometimes as authors, um, we need to like not be so lazy. Like it's okay. Like you can't just write a book, give it to your publisher, and expect them to do all the work. Like you're still. That's what I go back to saying that I'm still the brand. You have to, um, you have okay. to go out, push your book. You know, you gotta put you gotta push yourself like you're not signed. You know what I mean? Like you gotta help your publisher help you. Like, you know what I mean? So you have to push yourself. It's okay to invest in yourself. Don't wait for your publisher to, you know what I mean, to, uh 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 get that little the little ad that go on Instagram for you. Get it yourself. Find out who is out here designing and, and promote yourself and, and don't be afraid to invest in yourself because in the long run you'll it'll come back. You'll see those book sales go up. You'll see, you know, you'll see your fan base go up. You just got to not be afraid to invest in yourself. You want 
your publisher to invest in you, but if you're not going to invest in yourself, then what's going to make somebody really want to invest their 100% effort in you? And nobody's going to go hard for you like you anyway, no matter who you sign to. So you just have to, you know what I mean? So you have to just take that. You have to take ownership of your, of your, of yourself. And sometimes you fall into a position like me. Sometimes you fall into, yeah, sometimes you fall into a position like me where you get lucky and you have, people that stand behind you and go just as hard for you as you'll go for yourself. But sometimes you might not get lucky, but at least you still got to go hard for yourself. Man, and it's not even Tony. There's no way. Lucky. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, T, but he, he over here <laughs> preaching and dropping jewels. I hope y'all was taking notes because he was dropping those one-twos real, real quick. <laughs> he was. There's no way you are a new author because you have schooled. You have what took us to school tonight. Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> and and it's it's a beautiful thing to hear an author that actually takes the time to learn his craft and master his craft and not just put out anything just to see his name on the front of a cover. You know, it's so it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. It really is refreshing to hear an author love the quality that he puts out and he wants to put out that quality because you know I live in I live in New York City and when I'm walking down Fifth Avenue and I pass Barnes and Noble and I see a book that grabs my eye, I'm gonna backtrack and go in and get it. You know, because that oh. cover, like the cover of your book, now that's a book that would catch my eye and make me late for lunch and come out there with a few books in the bag. <laughs> but that's the the makings of a true reader. You know, those are the things that I love about being an avid reader. I'm walking down, and I love a bookstore. So to see a great book and to know that when I open up the pages of that book, that there's going to be some quality writing within those pages, that's a beautiful thing. And I also love going into these bookstores and asking the people, do you have their latest Ty Marshall book? Do you have their latest June Miller book? Because that gives credence to you as an author that, okay, they have people out here that want to read these books. Mm-hmm. That means we that we have to get these books, so it all works yeah, I appreciate hand in that. hand. It does, you know. It, so, it so it's a, it's a beautiful thing, and it's real. And I'm glad that you keep. I'm glad that you keep mentioning June Miller, who is one of my favorite authors, who I think is one of the best, most slept on authors in the game. I wish more people would read June, read more June Miller books, like how to um how to Chick Fil A um cows be like eat more chick, read more June Miller. Like June Miller is so dope. Like and I and he, his personality is just so laid back that he will not he's not gonna uh, overly self promote himself, but I will because he's my boy and I think he's dope. So like, do Jill we. Miller is dope. <laughs> <laughs> we love Jim Miller. <laughs> you know he's right in my backyard out there in Brooklyn, so I'm always promoting him. That's a home mm-hmm. home homegrown author. <laughs> yeah, Jim Miller is dope. And for new yeah, and for a- new authors. His his inbox is always open. He's another person who's a who's a who's a yes, wealth of knowledge, and is. he never he never harbors mm-hmm. it for itself. If you reach out to him and ask him, like he he also will, you know what I mean? He did that actually for me before I ever signed to Al. Like um, I had reached out to him and asked him a couple questions, and he was actually going to um test read my first book that I ever wrote for me, and he didn't even know me. You know what I mean? So it was just, it was kind of dope. And then just so happened, like, probably about two to three weeks later, I got signed to the same company he was signed to. He's like, yo, you just hit me in the impact. I'm like, yeah, small world. <laughs> That's awesome. So, That's awesome. Absolutely. That's how this is, Tony. That's how that works. And before we, 
It does, that networking. Before we let you go out of the chat room, you know, we could do a whole show with you because you have so much to offer, not just as an author, but to, to us as readers as well in a, te- a teaching moment. So we're going to definitely have to have you back in. But before you leave the chat room, I have a fun question because I can see you. You know, I've been on this, I've been on this superhero kick <laughs> for the okay. last two months. If you were a superhero, what would your superpowers be and why? Mm. If I was a superhero, what would my super? I would want to be invisible. Oh, uh oh! Wait a minute! This is the second Invisible Man leash. <laughs> I would want to. I, I just, and I know this may sound bad because I just gave out a wealth of knowledge and I was sounding like such a good person. But when you're invisible, you could do a lot of stuff and get away with it. Like you could go in a safe in a bank. And you know what I mean? I really, I think that's, that, that's that's where my mind. The money just traveling. Yeah, the money just. That's what I just thought. Like the money just travel. But honestly, honestly, because I'm just a mm. common person, I, and I, my favorite superhero is Batman. I think he's the best superhero in the world because he doesn't have Thank any you. superpowers. He doesn't have any superpowers. He's just a that like he can't fly. He can't do nothing, and that's kind of like me. I'm just, you know what I mean? I, I don't do nothing special, but I do the I do the common stuff very well. You do the common so, stuff extraordinary. Extraordinary. extraordinary yeah, oh, I like that. I'm, I'm stealing that. I'm stealing that. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, that's, so that's it. We had the model Travis here on a couple of weeks ago, and he wants to be mm. the invisible man, too. He wants to be invisible, too. See, he probably was thinking about hitting them banks. <laughs> he, probably, he, was probably, he probably knew Trump was going to win. So he's like, man, I want to be invisible. Uh-huh. So I get low and give me some money. Did you see that two million people did not vote? Yeah, we got a hand up. But Ty, did you hear two million people did not vote? That's two million that's, grown people did not vote. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. You know, um, I'm. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> that's all you can say. That's all you can say. Is, okay. Yeah, because I, I, I just, you I believe a little. I believe a little different. I just, you know, I, I think that's messed up. And I think that, I, you know, I just believe that when I woke up this morning, though, I just still knew that no matter who was the president, I still had to get to it. So mm-hmm. I wasn't looking for whoever, whoever was, they was going, whoever was going to be the president. I didn't think they was going to save me. Like even when Obama became president the next morning after that, we was all happy. But everybody had to get up and go to work. You know what I mean? So it's back to the grind. So I think that. You know what I mean? You still, no matter who the president is, and it, and it does affect you. I just think that um, my cousin said something to me today, and I thought, I was like, yo, that's like, Gene. He was like, I'm the president of me. So I'm a, mm-hmm. so I was like, yo, he's like, so I got to make sure I'm right. I can't, you know what I mean? I got to make sure I live right, I do right, and I keep myself in line with everything that I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be doing because that's not going right. to stop. So, exactly. and that's what, and I, and I believe I grew Absolutely. up in New York. I grew up in New York um, as a kid doing economics, so um, I made it through both um, George Bushes. You are the second person that talked about um, that. 
My husband I just said think the that we gonna be all right. He said, you know, I live through Reagan. <laughs> like everybody's every um everybody's screaming about Trump. Yo, do y'all remember W? George George W. Bush was was probably the worst <laughs> president of all time. Like so, do y'all? It's like y'all what forgot how it bad this man was. Mm-hmm. Like this man, it was this a man, few of them. They forget we had like forty, forty six presidents, forty seven well, presidents. I ain't, I ain't, well, I, I mean, well, well, I ain't no vampire. I'm not a vampire, so I wasn't here that long. But I'm just saying, as far oh, as yeah, the president that I, that was just drunk. The president that I can remember, and just having fun. <laughs> yeah, the right. president that I can remember. I watched this man. I, I was, I lived in New York during nine eleven. I seen the man at the school. Keep reading to the kids. Um, I seen mm-hmm. him um put his feet up on the in the Oval Office while Katrina was going on, and, and before he yeah they was calling mm-hmm. people who live in the United States refugees. How you live here and you a refugee? I don't. But so I seen him. Uh, I seen worse. Trump ain't did nothing yet. We we let let him mess up first. I mean. He's still he's still new, right? He's still new. <laughs> he still yeah, he still ain't he ain't even messed up yet. He just talked talk. He 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 made a lot of promises, but there's a check and checks and balance system in the um in the government. That's why Obama wasn't able to do a lot of things that he's gonna do. So exactly. Trump got a rude awakening if he thinks he's just gonna go in there and go crazy and build walls exactly. and That's all types of stuff exactly. like that. I just you know, I, I, I just we got a hand up. Let's grab this hand before okay. you go. We're going to grab 347552. I wonder if that's your middle. 347552. I'm going to say, that sounds like, that sound like my boy. Yo, my. I already knew. <laughs> I already knew. That's my G. I seen it on Facebook, my nigga. I had to holler at you. I said, I don't know if I was coming too late. All I heard was, I'm Batman, nigga. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, Ty? Nah, what's up, man? What's good, my G? Yeah, you okay, know how I yeah, got y'all you know. my dude out, man. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I, t- I took a little time out. I'm tired as hell, but <laughs> so I got. I seen. I seen my man said, "Yo, I'm be on Lisa." Oh, I'm sorry, yo. What up, Lisa? Y'all, I'm sorry, but you know how me and Ty do. What up, y'all? How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm sorry. Girl. I'm sorry. I should have greeted the women first. I'm just coming. No doubt. I'm so I'm so disrespectful. I think it's that has that Trump effect is hit, hit everybody. <laughs> I apologize. I posted came I posted came in and greeted the women first and then hollered at my boy. I'm sorry. But what up though, Ty? I'm chilling, man. Just out here trying you know what I mean, trying to talk to the people, trying to promote, trying to get them to buy some more books. That's what that's what they supposed to do. That's exactly you know what, what they're supposed to do. And Ty's one of the dopest offers out here. Y'all better pay attention to this dude, man. He came, mm-hmm. he kicked the door open when he came through. Gotta respect that dude. And he's so wild. humble, so <laughs> I appreciate What's up, lady? That, man, man, I was just telling him I was just huh? telling him, man, like I was just telling him how how dope of an author that you are, man, and you are. Oh man, this ain't about June, man. This is Tom Marsh. See, there you go. What, what I told you, you talking about? Man. I told you. This, this is not about June. This is a Tom Marsh. He's doing all the time. Nah, they waiting on that next June Miller book. They waiting on that next June Miller book. I'll interview with them on, on another date. But, yo, <laughs> I, I, want, I want to, um, I just want to shout, shout you out, homie, because, I mean, times are changing, but the one thing that stays consistent is your pen game. You heard me? Yeah. And regardless of anything, regardless of, um, you know, um, 
how this this game is looking because it's looking real crazy right now. I mean, I ain't. I I mean, I'm still in the game, but I'm writing on a whole different platform. But yeah. even when I, like you know when you come back, you look at things, you'd be like that. I'm on a, it would have been a year or something, and and the buffoonery doesn't stop. It seems like I mean some of these people is like they Trump. I don't get it, but <laughs> I know. I know as far as you, like, when I first, like, even came in contact with you, it's rare that you find a soul like yourself that that, that, that comes and commands um, commands that you bring when you came in. You came in and you didn't just, it's not like you came in and you was like, yo, I'm going to just come in and I'm going to ride on the wings or the coattails or something. I mean, like, you put in work. Like, I know this personally because me and you dealt. You came yeah. in and you did your homework. And a lot of these new authors, and you're not considered new anymore, anyway, bro. I'm just gonna put it out there: you're not a new <laughs> author anymore. So that's that 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 ship sailed a long time ago. But I just want to let people know that you didn't come in. I think if more authors came in with the type of attitude that you have, that they probably would would get further, and they would have like this genre would be respected just a little bit more because it seems like. The the readers became the rock stars, and the author is the ones that is um, paying concert tickets. You know, yeah. you came in, you studied the craft, and you came in humble, you watched, and you actually learned the business. So it's not like you just walk through the door and you say, "Hey, I'm riding, I, I'm coming in off somebody else." You came in off a of time marshal out the gate. When I first met, when I read your first joint, I I, I kept it one hundred. I, I I mean, and 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 this is for, for the ladies to understand. When I first met Ty, um, I didn't I didn't meet him on hour. I met him prior to hour to Keisha, mm-hmm. and he um, I was gonna read his um his the um the advanced the advanced copy that he gave me, and when I read his um, he played no love. I told him before I met, I said, yo, I'm just be honest with you. I said, this type of dude I am, I'm gonna be honest. I said, wherever I see there's an issue, or that's just my personal opinion. I said, I'm just gonna let you know, but it ain't no hate involved. It's just, you know, try to help you grow. I read it and I was like, yo, B, you blew me away, just like that. And then when he explained yeah, exactly to me sure. how, and when I said, yo, I said, yo, I can't lie to you. I said, and I'm hard when it comes to reading because I won't read nobody else um, while I'm writing. But when I wrote, when I when I read, you play no love. I was I was, I mean, doubly impressed, and I was like, I see why um why um Quavo um snatched him up because he's a gem and he's a rare mm-hmm. find, and it's this pool of um I mean it's like rocks and you know all kind of stones you're gonna there's always that one stone that you find that shines through. I think that was Tom Marshall mm-hmm. man when he when he came into the game and I. I appreciate calling that my homie for real, and I don't call everybody yeah. in this game my homie. I got a, I know a lot of people, but I got a short list. And and, sure. and ties. Um, I always me and him had this joke. I told him, I said, Yo, B. I said, Listen, man. So everybody run around talk about, Oh, that's my friend. That's my. I said, Yo, if you ain't got my number, you <laughs> you know you ain't my people, man. So don't. That's the only thing. We not gonna play that game. Yeah. So I mean, that's just what it is. And ties a real solid. Hundred percent solid dude, man. I, when I say that, I mean that with the utmost respect. Like he's family. This is my dude. Period. Point blank. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, and it's mutual. Yeah, nah, nah, and that's what it is. So anytime I, anytime he do anything, and I support him a hundred and fifty percent, regardless of anything. That's my G for real, and I mean that. Yeah. That's why that's I called great. them because 
I saw that. I mean, I haven't had a, t- uh, you know, a real chance. I mean, me and Ty just chopped it up a couple of days ago. So that's just to tell you how, how it's not, is this ain't no fake love. It's real. You know what I'm saying? We hit, we hit each other, you know, doing throughout, you know, we might not be in contact on a regular basis, but we always stay abreast of each other. What's going on. Feel me? And mm-hmm. I just really appreciate that dude, man. Like to actually call him a real homeboy. Like that's, I mean, solid. Yeah, that's, that's why I called him. You know what I mean? Real. And that's yeah, my word. That's that, how I, I fucks with Ty Hard. For mm-hmm. real. I appreciate. But I was just, that. I was just calling in, homie, just to just to let you know, man, that you know, I'm, I'm gonna always support you, homie, no matter what it is. If I see your name, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm calling in. I'm just gonna let you know that I'm still same here. Thing. You already know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you already know, man. <laughs> All right, ladies. So I just, I just want, to, I just want to holler. You know, just let my boy know that I'm, I'm on deck, man, all day, every day for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for calling in, Mr. Miller. All right, ladies. Thanks, and I'm gonna get back to work. <laughs> okay. All right, Tasha, homie. All right, same to you, man. You know I'm yeah. at you. All right. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. That's real, true support, Ty, and you need to be genuine in him. <laughs> Yeah, Jonah stand up guy, man. Like I really, he, he like everything he said, man. He he's just a real dude. Same thing he said about me. I can say about him. So you know, what I mean, that's, that's that's that means a lot. And it and just like on some friend stuff, that means a lot. But as an author, yo, it feels so good to be respected by the authors that you respect in the game. You know, like from the Jones to the mm-hmm. Ashley to Chris to the Kawhis. Like when they hit me, just help. Like yo, man, you. Like, yo, your pen work is real. Like, it makes me feel like, all right, yeah, I'm respected by, you know, mm-hmm. it's like coming in coming in the NBA, and you know what I'm saying, you, you're the young guy, <laughs> and, 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 and Kobe comes, like, man, I see you, I see you, you know what I mean, I see you doing your thing, I mm-hmm. see you, you know what I mean, so it, it's cool. Respect from the you know veterans, I mean? that's, yeah, that's it's cool. true, that's so true. But Ty, please shout out the social media site so our listeners can follow you and let them know that new joint that just dropped with that awesome cover. Yes, definitely. Um, the new book is called Luxury and Larceny. It's um available on Amazon. It's available on BarnesandNobles dot com. Um, if you want to get in contact with me or follow me on social media, my Instagram page is real underscore Ty Marshall, and um my Twitter is underscore Ty Marshall. So um and I don't know what my Facebook is right now, but just go to Facebook, find um. Miss Tony or one of them, and I'm sure they don't tag me as something today. <laughs> yes, we have absolutely. Well, thank you so All much, Ty, right. for joining us. We know thank you're you. Busy always have thank fun. Thank you for dropping those jewels to uh, us as well as our listeners. All right. Yeah. Have a good night. All right. That was great, Lise. Awesome. It's always fun to catch up with Mr. Yeah. Marshall. <laughs> Yes, you know, and he only come out when I see something good. I'm like, okay, it's time. He's like, any time. But if you don't have nothing, he'll be like, no. And then June is always a pleasure to have June Miller kicking it in in the chat room with us. Now we Mm -hmm. have a new author. And it's so funny. He's a new author, but he's not new. (laughs) I just feel like he's been around forever. We got B, Abby. He's in here kicking in the chat room door. Hey, how are you? What up, man? What up? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Good. How y'all Thanks doing? Joining us. We are good. We are good. We y'all are my good. two favorite now, people to see in person, though. Huh? 
So y'all my two favorite people to see in person. I always see y'all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's why we can, it, it seems strange for us to say you're new because, you know, when we see you, it's like family. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, for everybody that doesn't know who you are, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work. Well, uh, my name is D. Abby. Um, uh, I, I got dropped two books, uh, Matter by Night, Secretary by Day, as well as I Thought You Was Gone. Uh, they just dropped July 25th on my 31st birthday. Uh, I'm prior military. I served eight and a half years in the military. Um, I am the president of Diamante Publications. Um, we got like uh, like eight to ten authors under us. Dropped like 30 books in the last year. Um, we got a little bit, uh, a little bit of everything going on, uh, with the company. So we just rocking with it. So. Wow. You know, this is, this is Tony B. Um, like Lisa said, it seems strange saying that you're the new author, but you know, you get that, that, that actually is key. But I remember seeing you a couple of years ago at the Harlem Book Fair and you were actually pinning your first book. And now here you are on my show talking about you done dropped another book. Tell us how it felt when you dropped that first book. Oh man, when I dropped the first book, it was a lot of anxiety on there. I had I worked on it for uh, like I said, like you said, uh, I had just started on it then. Uh, it dropped in mm-hmm. March, so um, you know about eight months took us to get it uh, complete. Me and my wife is on it together. K. S. Oliver. Um, so we planned it together, um, just working on it and working on it and working on it and, um, finally got a drop and, you know, anxiety level, I was trying to make sure it was good, make sure it was good, mm-hmm. make sure it was good. And, uh, once mm-hmm. it got good, we was, we dropped the thing. So. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. That's exciting. And, uh, this is Tony once again, B, but, um, you know, you, you have, you have this company and you have authors. And your wife is an author. She's a friend to the show. We love Miss Ebony. Now, to actually pen a book and to actually be involved in a book company are two totally different things. How, tell us how it felt knowing that these are the things that your authors go through and the respect that you gain for them being an author and trying to get a book out. Right. Well, when, um, like I said, I was in the military and I was a, um, a NCO, which is a non-commissioned officer, a lot of the time while I was in the military, over half of the time I was in the military. So uh, I always felt like I got to leave from the front. So I I personally wanted to, 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 I can't tell somebody to go and do something if I've never done it before. So I right. wanted to, to go and put a, put a book out and see how it felt to, to actually um, get that anxiety, have deadlines and all that stuff. So I wanted to go in. Then once I started, other ideas start flowing. And um, I'm actually working mm-hmm. on two books right now. So it just, you know, I just picked it up, something I didn't know I had. Um, just kept on rolling with that, man. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Does it seem strange to have your your name on the cover of a book after uh, being involved on the on the other side of it? Yeah, it it does a little bit when it comes down to it. Um, um, actually, when I'm 
you know, like I heard about when you was just talking about the paper, getting on the streets and hitting this paper. I got paperbacks in my, my trunk right now. So, um, you know, getting actually um, being out and handling um, business, you know, that's the best feeling. And um, actually, um, you know, having people read your your um, your material and give you their honest opinion about it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's another thing, and just um, seeing seeing my name on the um, adding another title onto the name, and um, just sharing my the my thoughts and my ideas with other people, or whatever that uh, that's exciting mm-hmm. for me. Wow, that's awesome! It's also a fun journey as well. Yeah, it is. So it's, it's a fun. It's definitely mm-hmm. a fun journey. Um, you know, like I said, I'm working on two books right now, um, and um, I got two out, so they'll be dropping soon. Now look at you, new now, author, two books out, and got two working on right now. Tell me, tell me, tell me, you not on that grind? <laughs> Absolutely. Now, as an author, they always say that you know you always put a little bit of yourself in every book. Now, what period of your life do you find yourself writing um, the most about? Um, well, the, the, I thought you were gone. Uh, that book, there's only a little piece of it. It was just flowing um, so well. I actually wrote that book in, um, um, let's see, about two weeks, to be honest with you. Like, I wrote the book in, like, two weeks. I had about 10,000. I came back from Harlem, and then um, I wanted it out for, before my birthday, so, uh, I had to go and put more words on it, uh, so I ended up putting twenty, thirty thousand uh, words on it um, in like two weeks. Not even two weeks, actually. It was like a week. So I, I was just grinding on that one because oh. I wanted it out my birthday. And that was just my goal, and I always have a goal and, and just move forward for it. So um, mm-hmm. I am doing that. And the Madam by Night, Secretary by Day, that book particularly. Um, I'm part of military, so I, I can relate to a lot of the things uh, I wanted to put in there and, uh, you know, kind of address the situation, uh, a lot of things I go through um, I, mm-hmm. um, as a, you know, being prior military and deploying so much while I was in the military. So I, I wanted to put a little mm-hmm. bit in there um, so people can really feel and, like, get a good understanding of, you know, um, thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, B, this is Tony. You spoke about goals. You know, and, and and you are a relatively new author, but what goals do you wish to achieve as an author? And do you see yourself, you know, continuing this needs writing up the book out of your system? Is this something that you can, you think you'll be doing a long time down the road? Yeah. Um, let me see. Your first question: uh, Where do I see my the goals I set for myself? Um, the goals mm-hmm. are set for myself. You know, you you are your biggest critic uh, at everything you do. So when you're your biggest critic or whatever you want to, you want to. Um, I've seen success in different other areas in my life. So, um, you know, I, I go for the top. You know, I set the, set my goals up for a high, which is um, having it in all the the major stores or whatever, and not having to have a major distribution. And me getting in there myself and actually put my company on. Um, 
Then, on a second note, um, do I see myself doing this thing for a long period of time? I do see myself doing this thing for a long period of time. Um, you know, uh, putting, you know, four, five, ten, twenty books out. Just depends on what the flow of it is and um, how it's actually uh, coming. coming. Um. Mm. I definitely agree with that. Now, we're sitting here a year from now, and we're talking about your accomplishments um, for 2016. What are some of the things we'd be talking about? A year from now? Man. Um yeah, you know, you I, I mentioned. Out. You got to speak it out there. You got to put it out there. Speak it. Come on. Hey, I already <laughs> spoke it already. Um, I told my uh, my military friends. We got a little group on Facebook or whatever. I told them they'll see my books in the Walmart, Target, and uh, Best Buy and all those places in, uh, within the next year or so. Um, that's mm. what I'm looking at. And, um, you know, I stray forward. Okay, that's not a that's not a bad thing to have. Now this is Tony D. Um, as a new author, you know, uh, I just I'm trying to gear my questions. Whereas we can get I can get the most out of you. I want the most out of you because you're a new author and we're gonna get this out there. But what has been the hardest part of of your journey as an author? You know what what was the what was there was there one thing that you didn't anticipate that was a little bit difficult to get through? Man, I would say <laughs> that freaking, um, that writer's block. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's flowing and flowing right? and flowing and flowing, and then it just stops. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, my gosh, where'd it go? So um, I would say that writer's block because <laughs> – that that thing is the devil. It's the devil. You put it out on lost and found. I'm looking for my writer's book. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm looking for my my my, my pen. Where to go? I know that's mojo. right. I need it back. <laughs> I need it back. I don't know where you took it. I don't know what you did with it. But I'm gonna need you to bring that back. I'm gonna need that for something. Now, do you view writing as a kind of spiritual practice? Like, is it something that is really refreshing to your spirit to be able to um, just let those different vibes just just bleed off your pen uh, when they come to you? Yeah, um, I yeah, a lot of my books now I um, I, I write to uh, not necessarily spiritual, but I, I write them for um, you know relief. You know, uh, like I said, I've been to the desert and uh, in the military and all that stuff. So um, I write for relief because um, I have been through some things and seen some things or whatever. So uh, you do catch a lot of uh, what I've seen, especially in this new book. You catch a lot of what I've seen in, um, in the actual book. So I write it for relief and, you know what I mean, get it off my chest and, you know, get the, the energy out and um, just keep it moving, you know, and um, put a lot of – put a lot of my stuff in there so it definitely is relief and I do uh, talk a lot about uh, in my books now I talk a lot about uh, about God so uh, not too much you know what I mean to make it a religious book or whatever but I do speak about it mm-hmm. because my it's part of your experience. world that's right you have to birth that out now how does literary success look uh, what does little literary success look like to you 
outside of the books you have dropping, outside of what do you see as your literary success? My literary success? Um, my literary success is, um, to be honest with you, uh, is that dropping nine books in a year. Um, nice. Us working yeah. with her and and um, she was a new author last year, and on I think uh, November sixth, she dropped um, on November sixth last year. She dropped her first book, which is dope. And on October, I can't remember the exact date, but on October she she dropped her ninth book, which is Vision of My Past, which just talked about a lot of abuse she went through. And me. Me and Vet, we got a uh, we got a history. We actually went to middle school together, and we ain't talked for like 13 years. I went off in the military and all that stuff, and we ended up getting back in contact. And um, I, I hooked her up with my wife, and you know uh, they got together. They you know they worked on some stuff or whatever, got it all good. And now she just dropped her ninth book, so that was really a big accomplishment for me, um, for her particularly or whatever, being mm-hmm. a part of that. So that's awesome. It's amazing how books just bring people together. But, um, B, this is Tony. Um, you know, a lot of authors come on and they talk about, in addition to that writer's block that you mentioned a little bit earlier, but sometimes they develop habits in order to get them through their writing flow. You know, in order, they have to have certain things around them, be it music, a red cup, a uh, glass of What type of things that you like to have with you as you're writing? What type of habits you have you have you developed? YouTube, YouTube. I listen YouTube, to all. YouTube, that's a new one. YouTube, YouTube. I gotta have some YouTube on. Gotta have like some type of music where you know it's um um like I think Madam by Night, Secretary by Day. I rode with um with Drake, playing with all with Drake, and then. Um, yeah. another, I play with Yo Gotti. So a little bit of different music or whatever. And, uh, sometimes Jeezy and sometimes, you know, different other artists or whatever that, uh, that I listen to. Um, mm-hmm. so that, you know, they help me get through. Wow. That's a good, that's, we haven't had one that talked about YouTube. I think you're the first one that said they have YouTube. Trendsetter. <laughs> Trendsetter. That's Somebody else on YouTube too. Definitely. That's right. That's awesome. Now, this is Lisa. Wow. Have you ever read anything that made you think differently about writing nonfiction? Mm. No, I haven't. I can't say I have uh, as of yet. I can't say I have as of yet. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Now, how many now, hours you know, a day is, do you write? Oh, go huh? ahead, B. How many, how hours, many a hours a day do you, do you write you're writing? I can't hear you. Both of y'all were talking at the same time. How many hours a day do you write? Oh, how many hours a day do I write? Um, I try to get in, uh, things be working. I, I try to get in about three hours a day. Uh, about two to three hours a day, um, kind of early. I like early in the morning when everybody's sleeping, it's quiet in the house, everybody's, you know what I mean, just turning over, it's snowing or something like that. I like to get up at like 4 o'clock in the morning, 
four or five o'clock in the morning where I'm just quiet. Only thing I hear outside is a little cricket. So <laughs> then I wake the kids it's up and then, you know, my day starts. Mhm. Now when you're writing and you, you gotta get into that zone. So it's four o'clock in the morning, everybody's asleep, you got into that you you you're getting into your zone. What are some of the quirky things that you have to do um during that process? Um well, first get off. Um, this is my typical day. I get up, um, throw some YouTube on, try to listen, try to find the actual right. Uh, Big Sean is another um, uh, Big Sean album. Um, Detroit, that's another album that I listen to. So, um, all right. So I listen to that, and that that definitely brings a lot of um, things on. And I just let it, you know. Open the thing up and see what I what I had go finish off with and just continue to go, and um, so it's not like no no massive rituals and something like that or what I do this no I just snacks. turn it on no turn it on no favorite house shoes <laughs> no favorite snack to have nearby nothing just your music and you ready to go huh yeah. <laughs> Wow. Uh, B, this is Tony. You say you, you're in the process of writing two books. Now, are these all standalones or are they series uh, that go together? Um, these are, these are um, one of them. I'm writing uh, Stay Tuned. Uh, it's going to be a standalone. Mm-hmm. And then I thought she was going to. Oh, okay. okay. So and what can we expect out of both those reads? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, that was great. <laughs> yeah, we want to well, know why you, you hit us with the title. <laughs> we like, oh, that's so interesting. Tell us who they about. Uh, well, uh, who we on air? Are we still back to start? Because we just got on air. Well, Stan, uh, I thought she was going to is going to tell us a story about um, just finish it off uh, the story. About um. Okay. Hello. We here. Can you hear us? Hello. We here. Hello. We here. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I thought she was going to. Is she going to tell a little story, or whatever? Where I left off at. Um, I thought she was going one. So um, and you know, somebody comes back, somebody, um, and then um, stay tuned. Um, uh, it's gonna be more about military. Uh, this guy, he. Uh, I'll read it, read you the uh, synopsis off for you. That way you can have it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> well, we're looking forward to those dropping. And you say, uh, did you say when those are going to be dropping? Or are you Well, I haven't um, put a pen date on it yet. Okay. So stay tuned, in other words. You got to let us know. <laughs> It's, yeah, stay tuned because you gotta let us know. You done hit us with them titles. We like, ooh, that's nice. <laughs> and then we're gonna be stalking you. Like, what, what? When are you gonna be dropping that book? <laughs> now you say it. 
Now, we always do a fun one um, with our guests, so I'm going to hit you with uh, this one. If you can write an anthology and you can have three people in that anthology of your choice, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Mm. Anthology. I would say I would write one with Justin Q and um I would probably write one with hmm. I would probably write one with um Man, that's a hard one. That's just a few. <laughs> Do me on the spot. <laughs> well, why would you write it with that one? With Justin Q? Um, right. I like I like Justin Q. I like that? Justin Q. He, he he's loves a, uh, yeah, he's a. Uh, so what about his skin? Is so unique that you would you would have him in your anthology. Well, he he brings a uh, a different style to the table, you know. Uh, he di- he brings a different mindset to the table uh, from what I do. So um, that's mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons um, I would write with him. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know the second person. I haven't thought of the second person. Well, that's okay. Next time we have you on the show, you're gonna have a, a second person. You might even have a third. <laughs> right. But um, please, Brandy. Please share with us, you know, your social media sites and uh, your latest book and where they can get them and what you have coming up. Do you have any book signings coming up, any book events? All right. My social media is Mr. Dominique on mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, okay. You can also follow me at uh, Diamante Publications. On Instagram, uh, Diamante Diamante underscore Inc. On Twitter, um, mm-hmm. book signings. I haven't got any um, set up right now. We just came from um, mm-hmm. from book signing season for us, so we'll start that back up in around uh, March or April. So um, okay. we'll definitely be on the definitely see a lot of information about that um, in the near future. Okay, we look forward to that. You guys are listening to Let's Chat. We had a fabulous author, B. Abby, on the phone. If you had any questions, please pressure one. Um, otherwise, you just follow him. Make sure you check out his book. He has two out, and he's working on two that he's going to be dropping when he drops it. How's that, at? How's that, B? <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. Now, you wear many hats over there, so we appreciate you spending some time time in the chat room. I appreciate you. Yeah, I'm leaving football practice now. Both of the kids are in the uh, okay. state playoffs, one game from the championship. Congrats to them. I hope they put out that win. See you. See see you. You you a busy man over there. <laughs> All right. 
I appreciate you guys having me on the show, and I look forward to coming back. Okay, you take care. We appreciate you. Let's get that win. (laughs) All right. All right, good night. Trying to keep them up. I ain't know they were gonna freaking take. Them. That was funny. We had a great night Absolutely. tonight. We had a great show. Absolutely, mm-hmm. did. Great show tonight. We appreciate everybody for coming in and kicking them with us in the chat room. We will see you tomorrow night. Same channel, doing the same thing. We have three fabulous guests on tomorrow. So make sure you guys come out and kick it with us tomorrow. We actually will have a good show tomorrow. Will be a show about branding, um, mm-hmm. which you do not want to miss because everybody has to get those nuggets and jewels. We'll have one author, Wanda Brown, author Ramon Marquise, and uh, radio host Kirsten King uh, from D30 Radio will be kicking it with us in the chat room. So make sure you guys come on out um, and hang tight with us. And we appreciate thanks, y'all. Thanks. Yes. Thanks Absolutely. for joining us tonight, everyone. Have a great evening. Absolutely. And let's let's get the Miko going. Good night.